Welcome to the Empowering Health Journeys podcast, the podcast that just might challenge your association between the diagnosis and the prognosis, where you might be inspired to try a new superfood, supplement, or herb. Please understand we do not assess, diagnose, treat, prescribe, or cure. We do encourage you to consider what possibilities today's topic might add to your health and wellness journey. So hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Empowering Health Journeys. I'm really excited and intrigued um, to introduce to this week's guest, Maury Zelkovich. I'm hoping I pronounced that right, Maury. And yeah, you got that right. Cool. And Maury, you're coming from the, I'll just say the greater Toronto, Canada area? Sure. Okay, cool. So Maury, let's just dive into the deep end. That's kind of my nature at times. <laughs> Tell Tell me about you and your journey. I know a little bit about it, but let's go back and um, I know there was some some mental health kind of challenges that has led you to what you call brainwave entrainment. Let's start back a little ways and explain your journey, please. Okay, so ever since I can remember, I heard thousands and thousands of voices in my head. Not like the kind you hear in the movies where, you know, there's a kind of a devil on one side and an angel on one side or, or something like that. It wasn't anywhere near as funny or romantic as that. Yeah. But uh, basically thousands. Uh, imagine you're in a, uh, at a rock concert or some kind of music concert or a movie with thousands and thousands of people. Mm -hmm. And it's the intermission. So they're all talking. That's kind of what I heard oh. at about the same level that we are talking right now. So the same volume. Yes. Yeah. And I was incredibly, uh, on top of that, I was incredibly uh, injury prone. I was very depressed. Oh. So I hurt myself a lot. And dislocations. Even as a kid, you were injury prone? Oh, this is as long as I can remember. Oh, yeah. okay. Kate. This is from the day I realized I could think. <laughs> Yeah, and this went on for about 40 years. And I hated the world around me, and I thought the world hated me. And if I was walking on the street and people were laughing, I thought they were laughing at me. And just to show you how stupid I was thinking this, they could be facing the other direction. <laughs> and I still would think they're laughing at me. A real uh, paranoia. Well, not even paranoia, more just egocentrism. Okay. You know, I kind of figured the whole world rotates around me and I didn't consider that other people have lives. It was just my life because I felt so terrible. I literally woke up every single morning uh, for 40 years that I can remember with my fingers crossed. I would open the drapes in my bedroom and I would look out the window and hope I would see mushroom clouds. Oh, because wow. yeah, seeing mushroom clouds meant I wouldn't have to live through another day. Okay. You see, I tried to kill myself a bunch of times too, but the truth is, if and was the first time. Oh, you know what? They all kind of go together. <laughs> it's so hard to remember. Hey, that's cool. Uh, maybe as a teenager, certainly by my early twenties, okay. and yeah. But the thing is, if you really want to die, it's pretty easy to kill yourself. So in reality, even though I kind of thought like I wanted to be dead, I wasn't willing to follow through. So I guess I really didn't want to die. When you get down to it. And so what my heart kind of hurts, but, and I don't want to laugh at you. There is a lot of truth to that. And I'm really glad that 
you figured it all out. So keep going, please. Yeah, it took a while. <laughs> but so when I realized I couldn't die, I had to find, well, when I couldn't find a way to die, yes. I realized I had to find a way to live. And that's when I started kind of my research and, and trying to figure out what's going on with me. So I first thought, you know, what's my problem? Well, my problem were my thoughts, obviously, at least to me, it was obvious that it was my thoughts and my thoughts originated from this piece of gray crap that's inside here. <laughs> and I realized that, okay, that's the problem. So now that I know where the problem lives, I have to figure out why the problem lives. So I started studying the brain and neurochemistry and neurobiology and quantum physics, anything I could that I thought might be even remotely related to my issue. Yes. Uh, you know, I have, have great parents, uh, you know, great family. I have no reason, you know, I had food in my stomach. I had a roof over my head. I had clothes on my back. I really had no reason to feel that way. No logical reason, no legitimate reason as far as I could come up with. And yet I felt this way. Out of curiosity, think that someone else, uh, previous generation had this same challenge? You mean other people on the planet? No. no. I'm definitely not the first <laughs> to feel this way. Well, that's it. That's good in a lot of ways. No, but in terms of a grandmother or grandpa or an aunt or an uncle or... No, a... I wasn't aware and I'm still not aware of anyone who okay. went through that in my family. Okay. I mean, maybe, maybe. I mean, my, my dad was a child uh, on the back of his sister during World War II with the Germans hunting them for like three years or four years. Oh my so, well, not Germans, the Nazis. Yeah. Germans are actually nice people. Yes. <laughs> so it's okay. Yeah. yeah. But so it's entirely possible that there were feelings like that somewhere around there, but they at least had a reason. <laughs> I didn't have any reason no. to feel like this. No, and I do understand that. But the genetic heritage can... I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, you're right. But I don't think that had anything to do oh. with me. Yeah, I think I just had issues that, you know, people didn't know about. My brain worked a certain way and it just made me feel that way. So I, uh, you know, I started studying all these things and I realized that when we think, we create brainwave activity. Yes. And depending on the activity of the brain, in the region of the brain, that creates different kinds of chemistry. And it's the chemistry that allows you to feel what you feel. So I decided that that's what was going on, that I was thinking all the wrong things because I obviously had a ton of negative thoughts going on in my head, repeating themselves over and over again, which were creating negative thought, you know, the negative thoughts were creating negative brainwave patterns, the negative brainwave patterns were creating the negative chemistry, what I call negative chemistry. And then that negative chemistry was allowing me to feel like the world sucked and people yeah. sucked and I sucked and, and everything else. I was injured nonstop. Uh, you know, like I said, hating people. I went from relationship to relationship. I was totally dysfunctional. But through it all again, because I couldn't end things, I started researching medical studies. And I'm not trained, like I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I don't have medical training. I don't have physiological training of any way, shape, or form. But I taught myself uh, by reading medical journals and reading research papers and reading neurochemistry journals and all these different things. And making through all of this, figuring out connections, figuring out correlations, figuring out 
what resonated with you. Okay. Yeah. Hoping I was right (laughs) because I was running out of options and I wasn't the happy camper. So in the end, I found this thing called brainwave entrainment as I'm searching through the brain and causes and functions and this and that and everything else. And it's kind of struck a chord with me and it made me think that maybe this is the answer to my issue. And as I researched brainwave entrainment more, I started designing my own brainwave entrainment. And as I'm designing my own brainwave entrainment, I finally tried it once. And the interesting thing is I didn't really notice too much the first time except about five minutes later when suddenly the voices started coming back because until then consciously I've never gone without my voices in my entire life. And that time I didn't even notice they were gone until they started coming back five minutes later. And that both excited me and scared me. (laughs) Yeah. I can't imagine a moment of realization, like I'll swear on this podcast and like, oh shit. And then, oh, (laughs) Then it'd be back to, oh, shit. Like, yeah. I can imagine that emotional reaction. So, yeah. So that's what happened. I realized I was on the right track. I started doing, uh, creating more recordings and uh, studying. I haven't stopped studying since that first day. I still do research. I still endeavor to understand the workings of the human mind and how neurochemistry plays a role and how your brainwave activity and your thoughts play a role and trying to get better understandings and more ideas. So what happened was uh, some friends at the time noticed that I was different. And I, they asked me, what am I doing? And I said, well, <laughs> I created this recording and I've been listening to it. And they said, cool, can we try it? So I gave it to a couple of them and they tried it. And they got back to me and said, this is really interesting. And I'm not surprised you're feeling better. But I thought, you know, they're friends of mine. So they're just saying that to be supportive. So then what happened was a month or two later, I started getting a couple of phone calls from people I don't know. And these were friends of the friends Mm -hmm. who they gave the recordings to. And when they started asking me what's going on here, I'm noticing this, I'm noticing that. That's when I realized that I was onto something that could help more than just me. Oh, that's so freaking cool. So these friends that you initially shared with, would they obviously not have the thousands and thousands of voices that you were having, but could they look back now and say there was something, was it just negative or what I call stinky thinky or (laughs) um, some version, what were they like before and after that they were going, Oh my goodness. Well, I don't think they changed much because I don't think they listened all that often. But when they listened, I think they noticed the endorphin rush right away. And I think that's what kind of got them thinking that something was going on. Because okay. they, were, they were kids. I mean, you know, standard kids. Uh, you don't have financial worries when you're kids because usually your parents keep it from you if there are any. But most of them came from well-to-do families and they didn't really have financial worries. They all, you know, their parents bought them cars and took them to, you know, gave them tickets to Florida or Vegas or wherever they wanted to go every year. So they didn't really have a lot of concerns going on in their lives. But at the time, you know, it doesn't, you know, the interesting thing about properly engineered entrainment is that you don't need to have issues to improve. Everybody can always feel better. Everybody can always be happier. Everyone can always you know, evolve. I think that's the human condition is to evolve. Even if you're happy, doesn't mean you can't be happier. 
the thing always being on a high, but um, let's try the most natural version we could possibly get to. Thank you very much. Right. I have to go to work and we yeah. still have to cook and stuff. So when these friends of friends, then you started to realize you might be really onto something. Well, I realized it was more than just for me because you have to understand I'm depressed. I'm, I, I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm upset. I'm stressed. I'm anxious. I'm all these things. And I'm starting to turn it around. Like I'm starting occasionally to notice that I can actually be happy for real. I laughed before, but I faked it. Yeah. You know, you know, cause I, ha I did have friends somehow. I'm not sure how I had friends, but I did. And, uh, with you, you know, your BS, but anyways, <laughs> well, I was the class clown, right? I was the jokester as many super depressed people are, oh. you know, the people who laugh a lot, the people who are the, the shit disturbers, they tend to be the people with the issues. You know, look what happened with Robin Williams, yeah. brilliant comic, right? That's exactly. I mean, I, I listen to his act still now and I crack up laughing hysterically. But look at what he did. I mean, would you have expected he would do that at any time or even feel like that? I mean, oh. super successful, great actor, you know, I mean, Admi brilliant comedian. Yeah, exactly. So, no, fair enough. So you're feeling yeah. better. You're, you're realizing that um, this is from, for more than just you. Yeah. Keep going, please. Tell me. Uh, okay. I through this whole process, of course, I'm researching and researching and researching. And I came across this guy, uh, his name is Song. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name because I always pronounce it wrong. But his first name is easy to pronounce. And he had a self help list. He still does. He, he offers people, you know, help yeah. uh, who are sad or depressed or despondent or whatever. And I found his list and I was grateful to him. And I sent him an email and I said, hey, look, uh, you know, I just wanted to say thank you because some of, you know, I've had a tough time in my life and some of what you've been sending over has actually proved helpful to me. And as a way of saying thank you, I've been working on this brainwave technology that, you know, called brainwave entrainment. I know it's not, what I do is different from how other people do it, but you know, it's not a brand new technology. I'm innovating. I didn't invent it. Okay. And I said, but I have my own and it seems to be helping me a lot. And as a thank you for you helping me, I'd like to give you a recording. And I even remember saying in the email, I said, look, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I just want to say thank you. So I thought that was it. You know, I, I just kind of went my own way, still working on myself. Of course, at this time I'm living back with my parents, uh, Every relationship I ever had imploded in its in my face. My fault entirely each time, by the way, especially looking back on it, I can tell. But he got back to me. I forgot about it. I didn't think he'd get back to me. Three, five days later, he gets back to me and he says, sure, you know, brainwave entrainment, I've done it before. It actually makes me a little nauseous. But you say you do it differently. You're so nice saying you'd like to give me a gift. How can I say no? Send me a recording. So I sent him a recording. And again, I figured I'll never hear from him again. Three days later or four days later, he gets back to me and he types, Maury, I have to tell you something. I'm a Chinese national. I live in Singapore because he's a student. He's quite a bit younger than I am, probably 20 years younger at least than I am, maybe 25. Okay. And he said, English is like my fifth language. But when I used your recording, I remember it longer. I read faster. 
and I understand it easier. How'd you like to go into business with me? And at that time, again, all these relationships exploding, I'm living back with my parents out of boxes. Uh, I'm in debt up to my, like way over my head. And all of a sudden I have a business. <laughs> the door just opened, buddy. Yeah, the door opened, the window opened, everything opened. Wait, yeah. cool. So that's you know, freaking exciting, I'm sure. Yeah. It, it, so how long ago was this approximately then? Uh, I kind of made the connection with Song, I think back in 2006. Okay. So that would have been around the same time that I was like a lot of, uh, a lot of energy behind me to uh, getting me normal. I wasn't 100% at that point, but I was well on my way. I was feeling much better about myself. I could see joy in life. Uh, I, I, I was a different person than I was before. Well, much it, different. And I'm even different now than I was then. Well, and fair enough, Maury. Um, please remember, and uh, my definition is um, what's normal, because if you consider me normal, you don't know me very well. <laughs> well, normal is what's is, is normal's funny because normal might not necessarily be a good thing. Yeah, well, that's right. kind of like I don't define myself as normal, but anyway. <laughs> so you guys um, hooked up per se. Yeah, and uh, he started. Uh, we started talking and and coming up with our first product. My first product's called Quantum Mind Power. Okay. And it uh, it was my flagship product for forever for like fifteen years, and I just recently improved upon it. Uh, I guess this year. And now it's known as the quantum mind method oh. and it has new technology in it. And it has, I upgraded the recordings that were there before and I've added new technology and new modules. When I come out with a new product, cause I have probably about 16 products out of which I would say 10 are new, are new products. And then the rest would be variations like uh, packages, if you will, of different other types of products. So when I come out with a new system or a new technology, that's when I release a new product. Every one of my new products has new technology in it, stuff that's never been done before. So when you say a new system or a new product, um, are you talking about the way it's recorded or the the beats behind it? Or mm -hmm. explain this recording sure. as much as you can. Okay. Please. So the beats themselves can vary depending on the purpose. That's for sure. But that's still the same technology. Okay. So, so what I'm talking about is for instance, my first product was quantum mind power mm -hmm. and it had, you know, the Mori method as it's known now, which is my methodology. It's my proprietary technology in creating these brainwave beats known as entrainment. Okay. So the second product I came out with was asked for by my clients at the time called called they wanted it on confidence so i called it quantum confidence quantum confidence introduced a new technology called triliminals so what triliminals are is you hear the brain beat bop 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 you hear the background noise shh, and you hear me talking to you in your left ear with scripting designed for your right hemisphere in your right ear with scripting for your left hemisphere, and then in the center with scripting for both hemispheres. Sometimes I talk in series. That means, hi, how are you? Other times I talk over myself. 
And the idea behind the triliminals are, is that they help to reprogram what I call the negative reflexive thought process. And that would be when you get a bill in the mail and you wait five days to open it because you're afraid how much it's going to be. Or if someone calls you at midnight and you're not used to getting calls at midnight, you're worried who got into an accident, who's in hospital or who died. Your first reaction of, of a bad first reaction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, A negative versus an excited first reaction. Right. So each one of my products, when I come out with a new product, it usually has a new technology in it. So I come out with new technologies all the time. As a matter of fact, I have two new technologies ready for new products to go because I don't always figure out everything immediately. It can take time. So two of them are ready to go in new products, but I have to wait to release those new products. I have 20 more that are in development and under the R&D banner, so research and development. So I have them more or less sussed out, but there's little things I have to figure out how to make them work properly. You're still connected to Song? Oh yeah, Song and I are, Song and I love each other. We work really well together. I do work with other people as well. Uh, when, you know, when they ask me to, I have clients sometimes who will ask me to do custom systems just for them. Uh, but, but normally I do generalized systems or specific systems that we release. I just, uh, had a release for a system called, uh, sorry, called Revitamind Ultra. And that actually the original version of Revitamind was found online by Dr. Dale Bredesen, who wrote the Alzheimer's book, The End of Alzheimer's. It was number one on the New York Times bestsellers list. And he uses one of my recordings in his protocol that has been shown to help people to halt and even reverse Alzheimer's in many cases, or at least reverse it to some degree. If anyone out there knows anyone with Alzheimer's, or if you're concerned yourself, I strongly suggest you buy his book. It's called The End of Alzheimer's by Dr. Dale Bredesen. Okay, so hang on. The End of Alzheimer's. Okay, so for our listeners, please know yeah. that um, once this podcast uh, um, episode is posted, um, uploaded, then there will be links for this information in the website, Empowering Health Journeys. Typically, I post them or connect them with the episode on the website. It might temporarily be connected through the guest gifts. But as I update the website, I will get a cleaner pathway happening. So this one is for Alzheimer's. Well, Alzheimer's, cognitive decline, memory issues. It can also be used by students for, uh, you know, learning because it's, of course, it's cognitive based, right? So cognition is the brain's ability to think clearly and, and succinctly. Uh, the nice thing about entrainment is, and especially in this day and age, is that any system that's properly engineered will help or likely is to help very well with things like anxiety and stress. So a lot of us are having issues with anxiety and stress these days. The beautiful thing about brainwave entrainment, I alluded to this so just so you know what it is, it's essentially pulsed tones that your neurons, which are your brain cells, react to. So it's kind of like a monkey see, monkey do. So I told you earlier that the brain creates different brain states. Yes. And it's different brainwave patterns. And those are popularly known as ranges of alpha or theta or delta or gamma or beta. But what happens is I can get your neurons to follow those frequencies that I want it to follow within those ranges. And what that does is that brings your brain back to a natural state, one that's away from stress and away from anxiety, which allows your brain to create neurochemistry in quantities that it's designed to function on. Yes. 
Yep. Imagine riding a bicycle with a half inflated front tire, worn out brakes, a totally underinflated rear tire. The chain keeps falling off. Your steering wheel is wobbly. And now that's kind of how we live our lives. But now imagine riding it with a fully inflated front and rear tire. The brakes are brand new and solid. The steering wheel is, is also stable. Now all of a sudden you can ride in a straight line without worrying that maybe you're going to collapse and roll over. That's kind of what brainwave entrainment does for you because think about it. Thousands of years ago when we were cave dwellers, we didn't really have a lot of stress in our lives. We didn't worry about what was tomorrow. We didn't worry about yesterday. Our lives were wake up in the morning, eat, drink, hunt, gather, have sex, go to the bathroom, and then go to sleep and repeat. Yes. Believe it or not, much less stress than we have today. Holy schmackers. So <laughs> I get lots of this. So now out of curiosity, with these 16 different products, without trying to name them and us keeping track of them, because I can... <laughs> to go one of those sounds like we need to talk to Maury so we're going to go talk to Maury please again listeners remember that you can connect via the website empowering health journeys there will be a link to talk to Maury because that's why that's why I have this podcast is to try and reach out to individuals and to try and help so in a in a generalized way those 16 different products Name the different types of scenarios that I might see talking to a friend who's got children or the friend itself or her parents or whatever. What would some of these, for lack of a nicer phrase, issues, challenges, opportunities be for each individual? Okay. So again, not, you know, properly engineered entrainment can do a lot because the, the truth of the matter is your brain and your mind knows what it needs more than I do. It's like exercise. So if you exercise at a club with weights, then you can do more than just lift weights. Now that your arms and upper body is stronger, right? Or your legs are stronger. You can do other things. It's the same thing with your brain. So I have products specifically for prosperity. I have for relationships and love. I have for weight and health. I have for uh, confidence and self-esteem. I have for generalized, like quantum mind method is a generalized system that allows you to figure out what's going on with yourself and then to take action on it from there. I have some systems that you can literally take them and design your own system from them. And then as you are adapting and changing, you can tweak and readjust that system as you go along in order to be able to basically create your own system. Usually when people are changing, they might need something different two months down the road. And the same thing may not be as effective as it was in the beginning. Well, with these extra systems, they're triliminal systems, then what they do is they allow you to constantly update. Yeah, it'd be like always using five pound weights. Now you're suggesting that we should transition to the 10 pound weights or the 15 pound weights. Yeah, and, and maybe different actions as well, not just you know doing curls. Yes. So you can do all kinds of different things. And, and the whole point is that you are your own guru. That's what my, my systems are designed on. And the most important module of any of my systems, I don't write about in my manuals. It's because it's really because it's your brain and it's your mind. And if you use the systems properly, your mind can expand, your brain power can expand. And, you know, 
the same person, you know, 10 people can use the same product and get 10 different results because the most important aspect again is your brain and you know what you need. Right. And I guess um, I just had the visualization that if we're all going from where we live to Albuquerque, our, our, <laughs> our, pathways, <laughs> our pathways are different to get there and, and who's further away and who's closer to. Um, yeah. Those are all part of self-regulating awareness. Wow. It's like it, it's been just called kind of meditation on steroids. Uh, you don't, you see, the thing about it is you put on headphones like these, just ordinary over-the-ear headphones, nothing fancy, no noise canceling, noise limiting, no equalizing, no bass boosting, just regular, you know, you can buy them for 10 bucks at your local store or on Amazon, wherever, yes. just in case you think Jeff Bezos needs a few more bucks. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, you know, the guy, the poor guy, right? I mean, come on, help him out. <laughs> reach out and help someone nicest thing you can do for people when you're depressed is to help others by the way there you <laughs> yeah so but the thing is that's all you do you basically headphones like this you either lean back with head support or you lie down you close your eyes you hit play that's it that's all you have to do there's no reading there's no researching there's no studying there's no tests there's no practicing Everything happens automatically through a feature of the brain called the frequency following response. And everybody has that. So if you've ever listened, uh, Lana, what's your favorite kind of music? Oh, uh, soft rock. Okay, good. When you're listening to the music, do you ever find your head doing this? <laughs> or my hands or right. feet. Yeah, or your hands or your feet. Right. And that's kind of happening automatically. And it's like, okay, yeah. for my coffee shop, I was like, dude, I cannot stand still. <laughs> dude man yeah well that's entrainment that's a form of entrainment and your brain cells can do the same thing so they entrain to the tones the same way you're entraining to the music and by doing so you get to experience a stable dominant brainwave frequency for sometimes five minutes or seven or ten or fifteen or twenty and that is actually how your brain you know going back to cave dwelling days again that's basically how your brain is designed even though we have evolved quite a lot since that time, our, we still have a nose. We had a nose back then. We still had eyes and ears. The thing is, your brain is designed to have dominant frequencies. These dominant frequencies release quantity of neurotransmitters, endorphins, and hormones, which are neurochemicals. Yes. And you're designed to operate on these things properly. So when you don't have the right quantities, i.e. stress and anxiety of our lives, keeps us from achieving dominant states, which keeps us from achieving these neurochemical levels that are natural and you're designed to operate from, that creates that bicycle I was telling you about with the weirdly inflated tires and the no brakes and the wobbly wheels. And maybe the seat's missing too. Yeah. And you know, that would be very uncomfortable if the seat's missing and you're trying to ride a bike. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. So that's basically, in training kind of, it doesn't give you supernatural abilities by any stretch, but it helps to bring you back to really how your brain is designed. And it allows you to experience something like what it's supposed to have. And it's not really surprising that most people who use entrainment regularly and properly are, you know, less stressed. They have less anxiety. And when they do get stressed or anxious, they tend to recover faster as well. Much like meditation experts. Yes. Yes. Right. So, um, how long are most of these recordings for or can you overdo it or can you is underdoing it um just slowing down the process or 
what what's that process look like okay so the thing is it's all neurochemical that makes you feel what you feel if you don't have neurochemistry you don't feel a thing so when you use the recordings here let me backtrack a little bit when a doctor gives you medicine to help your neurochemistry usually that involves a protein that's being inserted okay. kind of like you have a tube yeah and you get a protein and the protein holds that opening so it allows your brain to produce the neurochemical that you need and then what happens is eventually the protein dissolves and then it closes and that's the basic function of how it works now the problem with that is if the protein doesn't dissolve fast enough you can kind of od you can get too much of a good thing mm-hmm. or too little of a good thing depending on the situation with brainwave entrainment it's all a natural process so if you listen too much your brain just stops producing the neurochemistry if it has enough it just doesn't produce more oh okay yep so you really can't listen too much the recording lengths are about 30 minutes on average mm-hmm. the sample recordings that i give are usually between 15 and 20 minutes and i have some recordings that are longer i have a sleep recording that guides you through the first half of a healthy adult sleep cycle that one you would put on over a speaker when you're going to sleep at night at a low volume and that one lasts for 50 minutes five zero i have uh, another recording that helps to guide you into a similar state to that of the ionosphere, the magnetic field called the Schumann resonance of our planet, which is very grounding. And that one goes for 40 minutes. But for the most part, I mean, I have a recording, which is a system all by itself that helps people come up with answers if they're having a hard time figuring things out. I have another recording that helps them to achieve their intention. And that's another single recording system. But these are for the most part 30 minute recordings and i've recently gotten into visual aspects as well so in the uh for instance in the last two systems that i've come up with the revitamind ultra has a what's called the gamma in trainer uh it's called the cortical cleaner actually and this is actually something you watch on your computer and it flickers in a specific frequency in the gamma range, which has been shown in mouse models and even some human models to break up something called the amyloid protein, which is kind of like a molasses that gets between the neurons and hinders communication, hence the difficulty remembering or doing things like that. So, and in the quantum mind method, I introduced a new technology called VI, which stands for visual image entrainment. And normally entrainment can take a little while to work, but these are designed when you're using the regular entrainments, they're three minute videos that you basically can watch on your phone or a TV or a computer screen with headphones. And they give you instant results because they involve using audio stimulation, visual stimulation, special imagery, special color coding, like four or five different techniques all molded into one three minute recording that if you actually you can watch it, say, before you go into a meeting to get confidence. You can, uh, if you're sad about something and you don't want other people to, you don't want to bring other people down, you can watch a happy one. It's a bunch of people smiling with a special color again. And within three minutes, you start feeling better. Uh, if you use these recordings up to, f- or at least five times a day, these three-minute videos, yes. then they can start giving you, my research has shown anyway, that they can start giving you long-term results as well. Yeah. So I, I'm coming out with different techniques all the time. Uh, I just love this stuff, you know, with the difference it's made in my life and so many other people that I know of, uh, customers, friends, family, whatever. It's just, we all have brains. 
Oh, believe it or not. <laughs> so sometimes I wonder if I was using mine when I made a decision. Well, that's okay. Yeah, hindsight yeah. is always better than foresight, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> True. Wow, that's so interesting. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, I could go on and on, but I'm I'm gonna divert yeah. our conversation a little bit because I sure. I can't record four hours in uh, <laughs> to, as are on to uh, the podcast that just wouldn't work. My listeners would be looking and going, "What what was she thinking at the time?" <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I'm, sorry, I can go on at times. I apologize. God, no, no, I thank you. So, out of curiosity, like I said, I'm going to divert now. Sure. If you were stranded on an island and there was a backpack beside you, what would you hope was in the backpack? Stranded on a desert island and there's a backpack. How many how many items am I allowed to wish for? Rock on. Rock on. Yeah. Rock on. Okay, so there's a device actually that I've been looking at now that is it's called a GPS beacon. Oh. And no matter where you are on the planet Earth, you hit go and it sends a signal to a rescue satellite, which is worldwide, which then notifies local authorities exactly where you are and what your circ circumstances are, because you can text with it as well, and they'll come rescue you. So that and fresh water, let's see, some apples and bananas. There you go. Because that'll last me until the rescue team gets there. <laughs> you see, and I didn't even ask. The funny thing is, and you know what, I surprised myself. I didn't even ask for Netflix with downloaded movies. <laughs> See, and my saying is always, you didn't even ask for anything that needed a current bush. So what's up with that? <laughs> you can put seeds. For yeah, okay, okay, hold on. One more thing. A roll of toilet paper, too. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> Finding that at this stage of the game. <laughs> Banana leaves. Banana leaves. Palm Banana leaves. leaves will do the trick. You can pound them up and make a... <laughs> to work with out in, the, out in the bush or the back 40 or whatever the case. Yeah. Do you, since as a health coach, part of my focus is on nutrients, um, micronutrients. Do you, do you take any supplements? Do you take any form of uh, um, added micronutrients? Okay. I, uh, my wife had a serious problem, two of them actually, years ago. Uh, that almost killed her. They were autoimmune issues. One was called acute hemolytic, hemolytic anemia and the other one was called Evans syndrome. Now, Evans syndrome is so rare, they don't even research it. And when we went to see the doctor, fortunately, I have a, a cousin whose daughter is a blood researcher and she got us an appointment with a specialist at Toronto General Hospital. When we saw her, uh, who we're friends with, by the way, now, uh, she told us recently that when we first came in, she thought my wife had three to six months at the most. And that was how and and that that was ten years ago. Now she considers her fully cured, and to be cured of autoimmune is almost unheard of. She's been symptom free and drug free for like seven and a half years now. I love those stories, and I now this goes to your micronutrients and your diet yeah. question, because by the way, this doctor doesn't color her hair anymore <laughs> because of what my wife did. So my wife decided that she's going to listen to the doctor because, hey, doctors go to school, they learn a lot, but she's not just going to listen to the doctor. So she started studying. And the funny thing is with the internet, anyone can learn 
things. So she went on to, uh, she did research, but she just didn't do research. She also went on to uh, bulletin board systems and, and blogs and vlogs and stuff where people were talking who had similar problems. You know, best place to find out the best things that might work for you is to find people who are going through what you're going through and what are they doing. Mm -hmm. So that's what she did. So we stopped using everything that had any kind of chemical in it. We clean now with vinegar and water. And if we want to clean really strong, we only use vinegar. She doesn't color her hair anymore. She doesn't use, uh, we don't use soaps that have any kind of ingredients in them other than natural. Same thing with our food, we're paleo, mm -hmm. all of this stuff. So we do all of that. And by doing all of that, our overall, my health improved. Things that I had that doctors used to tell me, this is, you know, it's not going to kill you. This is just your system, how it is. Nope. They've totally cleared up. So I am a big believer in micronutrients and nutrients. Uh, the, the biggest thing is, you know, we kill ourselves slowly and we eat all the crap and it, and it hurts us slowly. Let's, let's say, Lana, you had a car and I had a car. We both bought exactly the same car, exactly the same year, and it was brand new. Yes. Well, you are taking care of your car. Let's say once every couple of weeks, you give it a good wash, a good vacuum, a good cleaning. You maintain your oil. You get tune-ups all the time. You take beautiful care of it. Ten years goes by. All I've been doing is adding gas. And whenever there's a problem, that's when I take it in. Well, at the end of 10 years, I bet you your car runs beautifully and looks fantastic. And my car probably has rust all over it and it's falling apart. And this is what happens to the human body when we don't give it the right nutrients and we don't eat properly and we use all these chemically you know, enhanced products. You slowly deteriorate the body so that when it starts failing, you think it's old age or you think it's just bad luck. But really, you've been attacking yourself for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, and finally systems are breaking down. You've been taking care of your systems, so your systems are fine. People need to understand that just because they can't make that initial connection, believe me, you're killing yourself slowly. Yeah. One last thing I gotta say about this, you're, you're all familiar, and, and Lana, you're familiar with Febreze, right? Yes. And with bounce sheets? Yes. Okay, so bounce sheets are like the, best dryer sheets in the world, supposedly. Well, I saw a commercial recently about them and it says, it shows some woman going, oh, this is amazing. Eight weeks later and it still smells fresh. Yep. Can you imagine the damage that is doing to you as you inhale that chemical that is holding on to that odor <laughs> for so long? I mean, people don't realize the damage. This is serious stuff. And my analogy, yours is much more professional, <laughs> is you don't put the lowest grade fuel in your Lamborghini. You put high grade fuel. You don't burn used vegetable oil in your Lamborghini. You look after that sucker. So yeah. if you consider your vessel, your body to be a Lamborghini, and I am guilty. I, there is no freaking halos on my head. <laughs> but I also acknowledge when I have stumbled and it's time to go back to the high grade fuel, get my ducks in order and get on with the game. And so I commend you and your wife for acknowledging. And that's what this podcast is about is your story and her story to say, no, you don't have to accept this term medicine destiny. And, and I fully appreciate their place in the game. I, I fully appreciate it. But if we decide we are worthy, if we decide we are the Lamborghini and we will figure this out, 
bodies will respond. Our bodies will mm -hmm. will come back. So it's it's amazing. That's cool. Oh, look, I got to be honest. Western medicine saved my wife's life probably twice. Okay. But what's kept her from getting sick again has been just kind of not, I'm not going to say common sense, but good sense. The sense to research and see what's going on with the body and how the body best works and these things. And that was all her. You know, she stopped coloring her hair. Some people go, yeah, but I use vegetable dye. So it's okay. And I said, you know, that's interesting because, you know, vegetable dye, is that natural to have, you know, apples and oranges, I guess oranges fruit, but apples and carrots and things like that, you know, in your head? Is that natural? Is it supposed to be there? Are you growing vegetables out of you? I, I mean, I could grow some vegetables. It would add some hair <laughs> or something that looks like hair. But like, is it natural to have that there? Of course it isn't. No. You know, so people need to understand that, you know, a lot of how you feel isn't just because you're getting older. Or it isn't just because you have bad luck or you have bad genes or you have bad this or you have bad that. You need to eat right. You need to do the best you can do. You know, stop you know, I hope I don't get sued, but you know, stop eating at McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's. You know, I guess if you're starving on a desert island and the only thing that's there instead of my little GPS beacon is a McDonald's, you know, <laughs> maybe I think I'd eat the sand first. <laughs> you, you'd find some nuts. You'd find. I'd find some nuts. Yeah, you're right. You'd pull up some roots and you'd figure it out. And, and that's, yeah. we each have to find our balance within that recognizing that we are making decisions each and every day and we cannot rely on someone else to look after our health we have to be accountable to our own health and there's no yeah but i didn't know you have to acknowledge that this is your lamborghini and you better look after it and if you put vegetable oil in it sorry honey but <laughs> That was your choice. You know, once in a while, a French fry, I'm not going to shoot you. <laughs> You're making decisions day after day, minute after minute. What you think, what you accept, and what you take in. I'm going to ask the listeners to come through Empowering Health Journeys to look for you. Thank you for this time. Thank you. Is there well, any last other things that you want to say or suggest? or? Well... The only thing I'd like to share with people is that happiness is a choice. And what we choose to think about and concentrate on, that tends to be what we see. I, you know, I'm not a giant proponent of the law of attraction, if you take it literally. But if you take it more figuratively, then the law of attraction is really a matter of you see what you look for. And there's lots of good in the world. Yeah. even with everything that's going on. And if you look at the good in the world, if you look at the good people in the world that are trying to be of service, that are trying to help, if you go around doing nice things for other people, mm -hmm. even a smile. Now, these days, it's harder to see a smile, right? Better but your eye, yeah, exactly. Your eyes still smile. So you smile at people and you have no idea the power that that can have to change someone's day around. And you know what? You change one person's day around, every person they come in contact with, their day gets changed too. So you have incredible power. Yeah. And I encourage you to use that power and to realize that you have control over how you feel. And you can choose to be happy. So I encourage you to do so. Maury, thank you so much for your time and your uh, perspective. Pleasure. And I'm, 
I'm, I'm glad you found your way with this brainwave entrainment. So with that, folks, um, that wraps up this episode of Empowering Health Journeys. Please remember to check us out on the website, Empowering Health Journeys. And until next week, take care and enjoy your journey. Thank you. Thank you. As we wrap up this episode, then we welcome you to check out the Empowering Health Journeys website, Facebook page, and group. On the site, you will find links for guest goodies, their info, as well as that of our advertisers and sponsors. Please feel free to share and subscribe to this podcast to stay in the information loop, and the five-star rating and review would be appreciated. We hope that you're feeling inspired because empowering health journeys, it's kind of our jam or salad. <laughs>